you're tuned in to Black Cat Horror. I'm Dylan. I'm Camille. And I've got an NRA membership in my pocket. And I'm Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. So uh, this week, um, we are talking about a uh, my pick <clears throat> my pick of movie a your pick it's my pick uh so let me uh do the thing that i'm supposed to do at the tippy top that i didn't do because i'm talking right now instead this week on black hat horror we are talking about the direct to dvd two extra years in the oven festival feast trick-or-treat this film has enough horror knots to satisfy satisfy the stinkiest of nerds an iconic character everyone has seen at least a hundred times, and a rock bottom fit for WrestleMania. This film follows Sam as he shows us four different stories that take place on a very bloody Halloween night. And in this episode, we have uh, Cocoa Blood Vomit, Razor Blade Chocolate Bars, Little Red Werewolf, and a whole pack of drowned kids that are dying to get revenge. Uh, make sure not to blow out your jack lanterns, folks. Are you going to get murdered while waiting to get laid? Um, That's confusing. That would feel so weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> am I going to die or am I going to upset? Yeah, I think about all those prostitutes that were murdered by serial killers. I know. They didn't even want to get laid. There's a lot of them. <laughs> oh. There are a lot of them. Yeah. But yeah. It's uh, th- a lose-lose. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that scene was, was pretty funny where there's like the scream and you're like, Oh, he heard his wife scream. It's like, no, it's just the porno. Uh, and just seeing somebody getting, getting fucking railed. And then he goes and tries to find his dead wife. Yeah. That guy so I was sad. like, that, is that the guy from Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> <laughs> He's, is it? It's, I don't know. I didn't look it up. I was just like, guy? well, this guy's got a weird face. Why does he look familiar? And yeah. he might be from Battlestar. He also... Might be RoboCop in the second in the RoboCop remake. No. Oh, really? It's not him. No, okay. that's that's a flag from Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah, this week was my pick. Um, <clears throat> so uh, strap and get ready for some old hat. If you listened to the last show with uh, that, most of us were on. Jordan, I didn't know there was going to be a whole short bus full of dead kids. Uh, so I'm going to stop that before it starts. You're excited, though. What the kids didn't know was that over the years, their parents had become exhausted, embarrassed. And they were willing to do anything to ease their burden. So I picked this one because um, I've heard a lot of people talk about it and really like it. I've not really heard anything bad about this movie. We're in October. This is uh, a movie that actually takes place on Halloween. Yeah. Not a lot of, maybe there is a lot of them, but there's not a lot of them that are probably highly regarded. Yeah. Um, I love the character Sam, but I'd only seen him in like Funko Pops and um, just like little toys T-shirts all over the and, place. Yeah. Yeah. Neko figures. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, all in all, I'm glad I picked it. It was a lot of fun, and um, watching it and finding all the horror nods in the film was really cool. Um, but yeah, so now that we've got that covered, a baseline, we're gonna crack this nut. 
Uh, <laughs> smash this like jack-o'-lantern. Smash, <laughs> smash the jack. Um, okay, so to me, I uh, I think this is a really fun movie just because it has so many, like it ticks so many Halloween quote-unquote boxes. Um, we have everything from if you blow out your jack-o'-lantern, an evil spirit will come get you, to Christine from fucking John Carpenter's adaptation of the Stephen King. No, I don't know if I noticed that. I yeah. am may- probably the biggest Christine fan that I know. <laughs> I fucking love that fucking movie. Really? Yeah, so, yes. so I absolutely wow. adore it. Yeah, the book, not good. The movie, very good. I mean, I don't know. I never read the book. I just love the movie a lot. So I say that. I've never read it either. But I do <laughs> have it on a good opinion. I had I had a buddy named James that I used to work with uh, at a job uh, with a boss that sucked. And... Uh, he was a huge Stephen King fan, like had read everything. And it was at the time that I was reading, uh, I was going back and reading some of uh, The Dark Tower. And I, no, I was listening to it. That's right. Because we worked together and I was listening to it and we were talking about it. And um, <clears throat> he was listening to a podcast that was like literally just talking about everything Stephen King. Oh. And uh, he was talking about. Uh, Christine and I was like man I haven't read that one but it's about a car so like is it any good and he was like no no it's his worst book it's the <laughs> worst big Stephen King book I know that there's lots of differences um, and I'm pretty aware of them and from what I understand the differences that I remember hearing I was like oh well what Carpenter did sounds better Yeah, <laughs> sounds like you know John Carpenter has this thing granted we won't go on a Carpenter right here but he has a right. thing where like he just likes characters that are just a force of evil with no explanation. The gang yeah. member is in assault. The car in Christine. The shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing. You don't know its motivation. It just yeah. is. Uh, yeah. And he does that with a lot of his uh, villains. Yeah. Yeah. So Christine, it's like, oh, it's like you just believe it. Yeah. You just believe that believe that the car is evil and it changes the kid and the kid is great in the movie. Yeah, you're you're there for the ride. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh... <laughs> so uh but yeah, there's a ton in between of all that, but I thought that it was a good start stop point for how much spooky shit is in this movie. Twerto is really Twerto's up in the shit tonight. All day he's been the most needy little bitch. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I want to talk more about the the fun little nods, but uh, we'll get there. But um, Michael Daltrey um, <clears throat> apparently fucking loves Halloween. Oh, Doherty. Doherty, okay. Michael cool. Daltrey. Dal- is it Richard Daltrey? There's another actor who's like, that's like a... Yes. Okay. Bill so Daltrey? Doherty. No, that's the uh, Bill from King of the Hill. Mm. Ah. but yeah so there's a quote here by him the original inspiration is that i am obsessed with halloween as a cultural event as a holiday as a weirdly dark ancient holiday with genuinely sinister strange roots and that all embodied that's all embodied in sam sawin yeah sawin uh he was part of an uh sam the character was part of an animated short film i did in nyu way back in 1996 which was completely hand-drawn painted you know old school animation style but this short is called season's greetings we actually watched it yeah it's really cute yeah it's like five minutes long and it fucking sets the tone for the entire movie it's like really cool to go back and watch it because it's just like it has the same 
feel is like I'm, all the hand-drawn animation animated stuff from you know the 1990s which is really cool yeah the uh, i i thought that i had this movie because that's what happens when um you buy physical media yeah you're like keeping an eye on it and you're like oh there's a nice version of trick-or-treat mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool movie and then i was like looking at my shelf and i was like oh i guess i didn't buy trick-or-treat but mm-hmm. right. uh, but yeah i'll have to look up that short yeah it's, it's like, on youtube yeah, oh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's on youtube it's like four minutes long but yeah but uh, <clears throat> now Sam is almost as iconic as Myers or Leatherface. Uh, yeah, people so. fucking love that little guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Camille has a little a little bit about that, but I mean, he I mean he embodies the fucking heart of Halloween, and he's really cool. I love his character design and everything. I mean, the finish is so great of the movie because they give you the rules at the beginning. Yeah. Wait, wait. Not yet. What? You're supposed to keep a lid. Why? Uh, ancient tradition? Henry, it's Halloween, not Hanukkah. Baby, I'm Hi. lit, and you're lit. Hi. Hi. Friend here. This night's over. You know, you should be more careful. There are rules. You might have said so. Oh, please. Who? But yeah, no, it does give you the rules up front. But what's cool is, like, I love how... I mean, obviously, there's like four different stories, but it's really fun how they all connect. And it's not even like because like at the beginning of the movie, you see the whole group of kids from the bus leaving that dude's house. Like, yeah, there's a but like I forgot that it wasn't segmented. I remembered it being segmented like um, creep show or whatever. Uh huh. Uh, and it wasn't, and I think that's one of the things that really puts this movie over the edge because I like all of the stories, um, but the fact that they all, you know, kind of cyclically come together um, so well, it doesn't seem slapdash or whatever, yeah. right. uh, is neat. And I supposedly he wanted to do a cut where you could watch all four of them separately, but it just never happened. That cut was actually going to be fucking sick, so they were going to have four different directors uh, John Carpenter, oh, like a different version of the like a because like with what's, oh, what oh, with what's yes. shot, yeah, like just like as a like a DVD feature or something. They mm-hmm. they wanted to do that after, yeah. but I what you're talking about is like a previous concept. For yeah, them. they were gonna do like an anthology sort of thing where they got four different directors, which is John Carpenter, uh, Romero, uh, Toby Hooper. Yes, Toby Hooper and one other, Stan Winston. Uh, there we go. Stephen Winston was the uh, original producer. Uh, okay. I don't. Not, should I know Stan Winston's name? What did he do? Special effects uh, guru Stan Winston. Okay. So, okay. Uh, a lot of, I believe, Star Trek, possibly Jurassic Park. But I'll look yeah. it up. Okay, so familiar, but he's not a filmmaker. Yeah. Typically. I will. Right. Yeah. He has made films. Yeah. Like all of those dudes have made films. I mean, I know Carpenter and Romero and Toby Hooper. Yeah. Well. Um. But also has a school. Uh, as well, special effects school. How to um, build a dinosaur. Yeah. I mean, that's an, uh, like, I, I'm pretty sure Carpenter might have been in retirement at this point. Or maybe the ward came out around this time. I'm mm. not sure. But his last film was a while ago. I think it's crazy, too, how much love this movie has. <clears throat> I mean, it's a good movie, right? But yeah. it didn't have a theatrical release because uh, the guy who produced it. No. So the 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 shitty guy who produced it or the director You're talking um, Brian Singer. Yeah. Uh had just flopped with uh Superman Returns or something like that. Yeah. And so they Saw were like that one in the theater. 
they were like, we're going to put this on the back burner because also we're not sure if we can compete with Saw 4, which is the saddest thing to hear. I mean, I love the Saw movies, but like, if you don't think that this you're... better than a Saw movie. <laughs> if you don't think that you're like new fresh take on a horror movie can't stand up with the fourth movie in a franchise saw was a fucking juggernaut yeah i know so i get it but uh this movie against all odds uh has survived in a wild way yeah Uh, because i remember seeing it a bunch and hearing about it and but never watching it i watched it for the first time a couple years ago and i was like oh wild i mean honestly with a film like this (coughs) where you have like an anthology Thing with like four four movies wrapped in one it was a direct to dvd release it's almost like this movie literally had everything going against it and then everyone who watched it was like yo this fucking shit slaps yeah it's so I mean, good when you think of like the like when i think of like the pantheon of anthology movies mm-hmm. i think of heavy metal right science fiction i think of uh creep show mm-hmm. horror um and I might be missing something else, but then I think of Four Rooms, which is not mm-hmm. a, which is an anthology movie, and there might be some horror elements or whatever, but right. it's just kind of a, a grab bag, I guess. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that one, but those are anthology movies that have like a long tail of fandom, but most anthology films seem to be horror movies. There's like the what is it like the VHS movies and yeah. is there is ABCs of Death. ABCs of Death. I was going to say record or whatever, but that's something different, I think. No, it's just, yeah, that's just a regular movie. I've only watched the first one, but, man, they get rough. VHS? Yeah. No, no, no. ABCs of Death. ABCs of Death. Well, that's the thing with anthology films is, like, sometimes you don't love all of the things, and this one does a good job of tying it all together, (laughs) so even... I can still probably rank, which I would suggest we do maybe at the end, our favorite of the, like, stories. Yeah. Uh, But... And they don't all get the same amount of time or significance, but yeah, and they're it's tied together well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, other ones you just have like, oh, the bellhop, mm-hmm. Tim Roth's go to each room, and it just kind of cuts to one thing, and and uh, in heavy metal, it's just like you know this weird alien green ball, and it just is an excuse to get to the next story. Whereas this one, the excuse is it's Halloween all in the same place, yeah, right. uh, and then and you have and Sam, Sam that bounces around. bounces yeah. around in all of them, but. <clears throat> Also, that kid's name is Quinn Lord, which is like a dope name. That and sounds like a Marvel character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, we watched a little like behind the scenes thing, which was like, I mean, it was creepy because <clears throat> it was like looked like it was recorded on a hand camera, like just like a old camcorder or whatever. Was. And uh, it was like him just like being stoked about the movie. And it was like, this is sweet. He's having fun. But anytime I see anyone in like a grainy sort of thing, I'm like, I just expect. And five minutes later, his body was found. And I was just like, oh, God. (laughs) I can't do this, man. Oh, no. The whole like found footage of it all. Exactly. Yeah. So Blair's going to happen. Thanks, Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You've ruined us all. Yeah. But. um, Did you find it, Jordan? Producer Jordan? I, I did. I found all of the stuff that Stan Winston has worked okay. on. Okay, I just wasn't sure if he directed any films, but give us some of the, the choice things that pop out to you. Oh, my God. Um, like, everything amazing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, no joke. Terminator 1, 2, 3, okay. Salvation. I knew Predator the name was one, familiar. Predator 2, Aliens, 
Monster okay. Squad, Leviathan, I got like you. Jurassic Park. I get it. This Jeez. dude has worked. Small Soldiers, Lake Placid. Like this dude has I been. I love Small Soldiers. Me when too. I, was a kid. I can't wait for yeah. us to do some Joe Dante at some point. Not like love Gremlins, but let's. I'd like to do some Joe Dante. That's not Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man from two thousand and eight. Yeah. Um, GI Joe: Rise of Cobra, <laughs> underrated movie. That movie rules. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Is that the one where they're in an elevator and it goes like underground and they're like doing ship battles and yes, shit? Yes, there's like battleships and then underneath <laughs> the sh- battleships are submarines. But also, like in the first 15 minutes of the movie, you watch like a bunch of like special forces soldiers just get stabbed up to death, like knives and heads, and you're like, "What is this rated?" PG-13. <laughs> they and just you watch people get massacred. Just like they just they dialed back the blood. But the thing about a stabbing is you don't need blood if you shoot a stabbing right because yeah. It's, yeah. There's nothing grosser than a stabbing, man. Yeah. It grosses yeah. me out so much when it's done right. <clears throat> Dude, I mean... And by right, I mean, you know, well. <laughs> to, to, where, to where you feel it. Yeah. Right. To where it's not just like, you know, well, that guy got stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get too real. But if you see, like, pictures of people in the hospital from, like, slash wounds, it's like, Ugh. shoot me instead. Please just do that. I do not want to get slashed. That yeah. seems... Super rough. Okay, so <clears throat> so this movie, what's fun is, you know, obviously all the, the nods and everything to other horror movies, but... Do um, one line when he said he loved Hecoween. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie was going to have several different, like, they, they wanted to do, like, several different um, titles for the movie. They were going to do Season's Greetings, <clears throat> which was, you know, the original short film. Uh, Halloween of Terror. Uh, a few more, but my favorite one is October 31st, which is just Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, that one's the most funny and the most like straight to DVD title. Yeah. Trick or Treat's the best title. Trick or Apostrophe <clears throat> Treat is the best title for this movie, and it's a great title for really any movie that takes place on Halloween. Yeah. Well, they. They were going to just call it Trick or Treat. Yeah, but, but there that's was a movie a, already. There was a, yeah, yeah, some, I've never seen it. It but. was, I think it was probably like a VHS boom, straight to VHS movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean like, yeah, so there's a ton. Like one of the main characters' name is Lori from Halloween. Lori Strode. Um, we've got... The Little Red Riding Hood as a werewolf, which is very fun. Um, fun little twist. Yeah. Who then, is Sookie? Oh, she's Trick or Treat is the rock and roll Halloween movie with Ozzy Osbourne. What? And Gene Simmons. I'm pretty sure that I've seen this movie um, covered on um, a Red Letter Media video at some point. Oh, um, gotcha. That's why it sounded familiar. Um, Sears Hearth. Is that how you say his name? Uh, he has a cameo as Lori's blind date the giant baby but he was also in 13 ghosts oh that's the giant drunk baby on the tree because like she's like the youngest of her friends or at least the one that's like the virgin so like yeah yeah you gotta get some fucking halloween dick and she's like i'll get it leave me alone yeah and then they call her up and they're like come to the party i got you some halloween dick and her friend looks over and it's like just this you know chubby guy in a diaper like passed out drunk Yeah, (laughs) Jordan was. Jordan is wearing a diaper right now. Yeah, solidarity with that man. Yeah, as is tradition. Yeah, (laughs) he wears a diaper every time he comes into our house because I don't trust him to not pee on the couch. I did it one time. Yeah, (laughs) 
<laughs> but that same guy was in 13 Ghosts, and he played the, the uh, what was it called? The Ghost Baby or the f- whatever. Like, yeah. he was also a big fat baby in 13 Ghosts. Right. Oh, Giant Baby. He giant played baby? the giant baby. He played oh, the, the, the great twice. child. The great child. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, good good for him, I guess. Yeah. He also doesn't really have anything to do with this <laughs> movie outside of a gag. No. Yeah. Outside well, of outside of another nod. That's where the whole like, point of all the nods, though. It's just yeah, that it's yeah, fun so. for you it's to. It's weird yeah. to have a 13 ghosts nod. I mean, I think people that love that movie, that movie. I think that they do. I never saw it. I remember when it came out, I was, like a kid. I remember seeing trailers for it and stuff, but I never yeah. saw the movie. Was that the one that was the Haunting of Hill House, or was that a different one? Yeah, I think it might be. No, like... that was a different one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the Haunting of it's Hill like House was uh... the Liam Neeson one. Correct. Yeah, I think this yes. one had like a bunch of you know like hot twenty somethings in it. Mm-hmm. If I remember, it might. I think it had the Shannon Elizabeth, the foreign exchange student from American Pie. Oh. Oh. Can, can I? For... One one directing credit from Stan Winston that might be notable. Yes, this is what I'm waiting for. Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. I was oh, talking about Pumpkinhead the other day. Yeah, yeah. you because, were. Um, even when I watched this movie, I said it to somebody, I was like, oh, you know, it's it's this movie. And I showed the little Sam guy, and I was like, he, his face kind of looks like Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Pumpkinhead... And I was yeah, and uh, Pumpkinhead is not a good movie. Um, Lance Hendrickson rules because we love to see him, and the creature effect is really good, but the movie isn't particularly effective. Yeah, and that makes sense why the creature effect is so good. You just kind of wish that you got a better movie leading up to it, or a more engaging <laughs> yeah. movie, because it's just kind of like a by the numbers like monster Halloween movie. It feels like it doesn't feel special, yeah. but I think the reason people still talk about Pumpkinhead. Because number one, it's a good name for a movie, and number two, the monster—what little you do see of it—looks incredible. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch it. I yeah, um, one of our <clears throat> friends that uh, is, that makes their own movies as well was talking about how that's one of his um, favorite movies. Jeff, with mm. what is their group called? Dead End Films, I believe. Yep, uh, Dead End Films, and. Um, they have a really fun short out right now. It's like a commercial. Oh, yeah. 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 You guys should look up Dead End Films, I believe. I'll yeah. verify that. Dead End on... Films on Instagram or TikTok. And um, they have a really fun little spooky commercial out. And Pumpkinhead is one of his favorite movies, apparently. It's uh, go to Dead End Film House. Dead End Film House. Yeah, there's a little <clears throat> number for you to text, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, so also, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Billy Wilkins, the, the principal's son, his uh, costume design is a nod to the good guy doll. Oh, overalls. Yeah, he's got overalls, but he's also got a striped shirt, too. And he's a ginger. Yeah. Creepiest I, uh, people of them all. The thing with like, with that storyline, the dad, mm-hmm. that guy, because of, I think it's happiness. Oh, I saw yeah. happiness and you, me, and everyone we know around the same time. And I believe happiness is the, the one I'm thinking of because it's uh, real fucked up. But that yeah. dad character, he plays a fucking... Uh, Pedophile. A pedophile in the movie, and it is oh. so wildly uncomfortable. And Yikes. he is so good as the role. And in this movie, he's bringing like that it's same energy, face, and dude. he's got that that face. Not to make talk about a man's face, but uh, he is so good. And because of happiness, 
every time I see that guy, my stomach goes cold because yeah. there's yeah, there was blood in my BM. Yeah. There's a line that a small child says to oh, his father God. after sleeping over at someone's house. Oh, Happiness. Fuck. It's a movie. I forgot about that. Yeah, that movie That's sick. Right. I saw it one time and that shit. I don't remember anything else that happened in the movie, but I remember that shit because it is horrifying. It is. Yeah, that it's really, really, got really a, disturbing. He's got a face for the rear view mirror of a van. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, Which I think, I mean, that adds for me to the effectiveness of. Uh, his storyline. Oh yeah, Definitely. dude, for sure. Yeah. Um, Brian Cox, who ended up playing like the shitty old guy. I can't remember exactly what his name was, but uh, spoiler alert. No, should I even say it? I guess so. You, you guys watch the movie. Yeah. The, you know, the bus driver. Yeah. The yeah. Short bus driver, which was fun. Cause as the story went on, I was just like, we were like, is that the guy? Is that the guy? Yeah. So fun. And he's yeah. haunted by his fucking mistake. Yep. Uh, he wore a wig and prosthetics because he wanted to look like John Carpenter, mm. which smoke more cigarettes, man. Well, I mean, he does, John Carpenter's always been a thin man, pretty skeletal. Yeah. So he's got kind of like the hair and like the bit of a baggy face, but yeah. you know, he's got a good 60 pounds on, on JC. Oh yeah. And, uh, lastly, <laughs> might as well JC. be. Also a thin guy. Yeah, no, yeah. Not many people have made 11, uh, good to great movies in a row. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus only had what 12, 12 disciples. I mean, he got a have best, a movie. Got a best-selling book. Yeah, he didn't write that though. Yeah, but it's about him. We did. That's why it's full of Okay, so uh also all the like candy and stuff like that in the movie, it's fun cuz they couldn't um they didn't want to pay for the licensing. Well, they couldn't use any uh, of them anyway because all the fucking candy in the movie had a uh, poison or razor blades yeah. in it. So and they I got love to love the razor blade thing cuz in a, a kid in probably the 80s too but i was born in the like late mid to late 80s and the razor thing when i was a kid was and whatnot was always a thing you heard about just total bullshit just you like know, the you know where that story came stuff. from that act, the, so okay so true this is a true story i don't remember anyone's names so just fucking look it up yourself story. do your own goddamn homework i know facts but it's true so but i do know this, the the story of why that all happened so there was this guy who um wanted to fucking annihilate his family because he was a piece of shit and didn't want a wife and kids anymore so mm. what he ended up doing was poison he, the candy. he poisoned his kids um giant pixie sticks giant pixie sticks uh with, he, had, he had taken out insurance policies on them right oh my god yeah so his kids you know ate the candy sticks or the the pixie sticks or whatever and they got fucking murdered and um like he blamed it on you know just yeah other people and of course everybody's absolutely terrified of that because yeah. halloween is such a like kind of fast and loose thing for kids and it's supposed to be Fun and safe and uh, spooky for people that are a little bit older. Yeah. And, um, but the. But he'd also given um, just like two others to some of their friends that had come mm-hmm. over oh. and they also got sick. And so that's how they traced it back to that guy. What because they piece of shit. He had, yeah. They'd been at his house and then they've dug a little deeper and found out that he'd taken out those insurance policies. And so it wasn't actually strangers that put poison in kids' candies. Uh, it was a family member. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Uh, a calculated homicide. Yeah, which statistically yeah. speaking, that's how most that's crime how it occurs. It's 
It's all within the family, typically. Yeah. So this Halloween, don't take any candy from your fucking dad. Uh, your dad's a creep. The only way I get candy in Halloween anymore is uh, from my dad. He, he buys a shitload of it. Nobody ever goes to their house because nobody yeah. fucking trick-or-treats anymore. We and get trick-or-treaters. Yeah. We, we get do. They get a few, but it's just fun. in the neighborhood they live in. Yeah. And then yeah. my dad's like, here, yeah. take this. Because well, he buys too much. If your dad I think he was going to kill chocolate. you, he'd use a gun. So. Yeah, but I mean, probably, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in fear of my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so now that we uh, have kind of gone over some of the, the fun nods and everything to Halloween in general. The titty bits? The titty bits. Um, uh, Camille, I know you have some fun info about the making of this movie and um, some some... More titty bits. Some more, more titty, titty bits. bits. Some more bitty bit bits. Uh, Itty bitty titty committee. Yep. Yep. Leader of. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Fun. Not anymore. Not as much. We gained a little weight. It's pretty great. Anyway, okay. Um. Yeah. So. This movie is a lot of fun. And I love like how spooky and Halloween-y and wonderful it is. Um, I was super excited when I watched it. So excited that I like threw up in my mouth. Oh. oh. Had you seen it before? Just a little bit. Mm, I think maybe a while ago, but I didn't remember a whole lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I didn't really throw up in my mouth, but you know who did? Charlie. Poor, poor child. Poor. Poor Charlie poor the child oh, threw up. I, when people vomit in a movie, it fucks me up. Dude. Like, and I uh, sat down with some food when I watched this movie. And <laughs> I was just like, I like, sir. just like finished like a fucking slice of like fucking a frozen pizza or something. <laughs> and then I saw that scene coming up and I was like, oh God. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, I had to look away. Mm. There's other yeah. violence in the movie I didn't look away from, but like the vomit is so visceral and so much, and it's from uh, poisoning. Yeah. So it's just like, it's uh, very like forceful. It's not yeah. like a, it's not like a, uh, I drank one too many beers or took a yeah. shot and it hit the wrong way vomit. Yeah. Where it's kind of quick and gross. It's like, oh, this kid was evacuating his bowels completely sober and now he is poisoned yeah Yeah. and uh it is disgusting and it looks like the chocolate river from Willy wonka just Mm -hmm. shooting yeah yes very silky vomit yeah Yeah. it's like a dove commercial Mm -hmm. it is not the soap but the chocolate without the inspirational quotes (laughs) on the foil package (laughs) it's not as fun unfortunately this kid will, will never be inspired again no no uh it's pretty fun though the way they did that the blood that they used for that scene um was a chocolate mint concoction and they had to brew up a whole bunch of it obviously Mm. um they also used it in the scene uh with emma that big that opening scene where she gets all fucked up by sam because she said she hates halloween which good for you sam if you hate halloween you have the pumpkin wasn't it yeah, well, right. She, I think that I think that Probably that's a combo. A, I think it's yeah. a combo. She yeah. blew with a candle and then she talked shit on Halloween the whole time. So Debbie Downer gets lollipop shoved in her face and dismembered. Apparently, the uh, the concoction they did with that scene, they boiled it and then used it, which is why it's so steamy. 
at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, okay. it was like boiling Hot when they blood. used it. Yeah. Fun. Like a dog and taking a shit in the snow. Mm. Mm. Only it tastes better than that because it's mint chocolate. I mean, I'm a fan of mint chocolate. I am too. <laughs> I was glad you said mint chocolate, not dog shit. Dog shit, <laughs> mint no, chocolate. I don't like any kind of shit. Yeah. My own, a dog's. That's weird. You know, insert animal. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so in order to achieve the effect that so grossed you out, mm-hmm. um, they're obviously like inspired by The Exorcist, but the whole rig that they had set up for that movie was not something that we were gonna, they were going to be able to attain because they did not have enough monies or time. Yeah. So they took about four hours, uh, before they had to shoot that scene. Yeah to figure out how to do this. And they went into their workshop. It was Bill Comer and his team. They all split up into groups of four and just each group got to making goop and spraying it all over the place. And then uh, they had about 10 to 15 minutes to spare before the shoot and they... Got their golden they nailed ticket. It. I think that yeah! also <laughs> the like super loud over the top like gut sound effects of his guts Great. bubbling oh like, yeah just add to it because there's out in the mix that it's comical but then the vomit like that ensues is super effective yeah. <laughs> because of it it's like you know it's like oh when your guts gurgle you hear them better than anybody else does mm-hmm. and it make it a little made it a little personal oh yeah, yeah. It's great. It was so good. Um, That was all practical, obviously. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, There were some scenes where they utilized CGI, but for the most part, they tried to keep all of that minimal. So Mm. they had that magic combo of a little bit of CGI and prosthetics and practical effects and miniature work, which is super freaking fun. Yeah. Super duper spicy. And there's so much, like, just stuff in the screen at all times. Mm -hmm. Like, because there's a party... There's jack-o'-lanterns, there's the street, so when kids are walking down the street, you're looking around at all the houses. Yeah. Even the streets they're shooting on, the, like, architecture of the, like, you know, the layout of the neighborhood and the types of houses are uh, very similar to the ones on, uh, was it Haddonfield Street? Yeah. Or, or Haddonfield's the name of the town from Halloween, but, you know, right. like, the Halloween neighborhood. Everybody yeah. knows what the Halloween neighborhood houses look like. You're yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. They look like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I, I think a lot of those places were real as well, or some of them, at least, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, uh, party had backlot vibes. Right. Which I don't know for sure, but it kind of had some backlot vibes. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Uh, speaking of, those werewolf mamas were created. It's just fun to say. Werewolf, werewolf mama. mamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, were created by uh, Tadapoulos Studios, uh, which is the same studio that did the Lycans. From the underground. No, Underwo- underworld underworld mm-hmm. trilogy is not underground. I mean, they did go underground. I don't know. I never saw any. So, so what I do want to say about this, and I, sh- I, I think I showed you some of the clips as well. But when are, are you about to rant on underworld real quick? For like a second. Okay. Oh. All right. Go ahead. For like Let a it out. second. Let the demons You're out. Talking to a void on this side <laughs> okay. of the room. So I remember the like I I watched the first one and I think the second one when I was a kid. And I liked them. I remember liking them. My parents fucking loved them, but my parents loved the newest Predator movie. Like, and they just love everything that they watch, which is awesome. Some, some people are like awesome that. way to be. Yeah. There's sometimes where I'm like, I wish I could just 
love everything the same way you do. Yeah. Like whoever you are. Yeah. But so um, I looked up the lichens from Underworld because the werewolves in this movie were fucking awesome. And so I found a bunch of stills and everything on the internet. And I was like, man, these look so good. They all look really good. They're all like full body suits. This is fucking super sick. And then I found a five minute long YouTube video of the transformations of the werewolves. And I was like, man, there's got to be at least one of them. From Underworld or from this? From from Underworld. And I was like, with with the practical effects that they use in this movie, the way that the lichens look, man, there's got to be a fucking choice transformation. I'm sure everyone's been sleeping on comparing it to, like, the transformation of Werewolf in London. Well, I mean, no one stands on it. I was so wrong. (laughs) I was so fucking mad. I watched a five-minute fucking CGI cum shot. That was just like... Not a good one. I was like, dude, you guys made some of the coolest lichens and you can't do a fucking transformation? It's hard to do. The uh, There's a reason... Like, it can't be that hard. Even in this <laughs> movie, in this movie, there's some CGI when they like pull the skin off right. or whatever. But then the rest of it is all quick, really quick, really close shots. Yeah. And it's... But most of it's practical. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's practical, but it's like not really... It's a transformation scene, but they're they're cutting around the actual transformation yeah. in um like you know with like floppy skin and close-ups of like limbs mm-hmm. uh, so it's cool and it's but neat it but it's not like you don't actually see a zoomed out transformation right which you only really get in like like the howling and american werewolf where right. people are like oh yeah that's great like the one in the howling is good mm-hmm. but the howling's not nearly as good of a movie right. uh, as american werewolf right. i believe even- joe dante was going to do the howling and ended up on American Werewolf. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do feel like, though, the way they did it in this film is effective. The whole yeah, point... it's absolutely effective. The, yeah. the point of a transformation scene is that you go from A to Z or Z to A, depending on yeah. the yeah, transformation. Even... And that's exactly how they did American Werewolf in London as yeah. well. You see all of it, but as far as how they shot it, yeah. they still would shoot a little bit it's... and then shoot a little bit more and yeah. then shoot a little bit more or right. start from the end and then work their way back right so they could you're even, right they could have done it a lot better I mean, even in the um original um uh werewolf like the universal monster movie yeah, the transformation yeah. scene in that is even better with like the stuff with the feet where it does oh, yeah. like the dissolve mm-hmm. overlay yeah is still effective considering how old the film is and you're like oh shit and it's this guy's confused and it's like it's that, still more effective than some other things than a cgi thing and this movie yeah. does a similar thing where it's like well we know what we can do with our money, mm-hmm. and the CGI thing is just kind of the first reveal, but then yeah. that stops really quickly, and then we get, like, the <clears throat> peeling of the skin and stuff. And it's also funny because it's like, oh, well, they're, like, peeling their skin off and then immediately growing bigger. Yeah. Like, it's just... This movie has a uh, very... I don't know if it's, like, comedic, but it's... I mean, they even let you know in the opening credits. Very EC Comics thing. Yeah. It's like... You know, it's wacky. Yeah, but well, it was uh, very specific. Like if you if you watch, obviously we did. We when you watch the transformation scenes, yeah, it's shot 
and framed as if they're removing their clothing as mm-hmm. like sexually like which right. is cool yeah yeah like whenever they do the claw down the back it's like unzipping <laughs> the dress and yeah and like yeah removing the leg skin was like removing stockings like, yeah it's and we spent purposefully the whole... being sexy yeah in the most unsexy way possible yeah, yeah. which is awesome like, i love it oh yeah it's like these these badass ladies are sexy werewolves not because like their skin body is sexy but because like they're like yeah look at me like get all hot and bothered as i remove my skin stocking i'm gonna fuck these dudes to death yeah Yeah. which you should not do in real life obviously but if you're a werewolf yeah yeah, that's true. I'd want to go. Also, absolutely. If, if yeah. one of you is a dude posing as a vampire, rape murdering women, uh, you got it coming to you. I'm yeah. just gonna say that. Yeah, it is funny that like the <laughs> the most like yeah. the most evil person like in the movie, g- g- like you know, gets it in the end in a surprising way. Like I forgot even about that, and I was like, oh, what a fucking cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. What it's great. The- one of the fun things that uh, I didn't really notice until like I was like doing research, but at the at the end when Sam is like slashing up, uh, not John Carpenter, the candy bar that he uses to fucking slice his leg is one that the the the, the um, pedo child murderer yeah yeah out. so he fucking he got that candy bar from the principal and then used it to slash somebody because yeah. it had a razor blade in it yeah, which the, is awesome the cyclical yeah, nature fun. of this anthology film is so impressive because like all the stories are neat mm-hmm. and i feel like they would all stand alone in like a segmented anthology movie but yeah. the true like mastery of it all is that it kind of it does like a for lack of a better um example a like pulp fiction where it's like oh that pulp fiction doesn't like really give you any cues outside of like you put the puzzle together mm-hmm. later, right and it totally makes sense yeah. later but this one does the earliers and you kind of get a feel for when uh there's different time stuff and you nothing so far out of screen whenever it's like teased or like foreshadowed to that you don't really notice it whenever it shows back up yeah yeah yeah, I do. You're right. It's very similar, for yeah. sure. And I'm sure there's other examples, but the Pulp Fiction one is the first one that comes to mind because it's one of, you know, the most famous American films. Yeah, it will. It's released, honestly. The yeah. second you said that, like, I just started thinking about that that cigarette brand that, like, is in throughout the entire movie, but then also shows up in his other movies. Um, Red Apple. Yeah. Red Apple. Yeah, the Red Apple cigarettes. For, which For what? What? Quentin Tarantino. Movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Speaking of, which I know we're about to go to break, but there are a lot of. There is a lot of influence, I guess, is what I'm trying to say from this movie on the world at large. Like, everybody oh, yeah. loves this movie, obviously, especially if you're like some creepy weirdo <laughs> Halloween person. Not that that's that weird. I'm not but, trying to yeah, be edgelordy yeah, about like, it, but like, you know. like horror movies. Yeah. And you like fucking jack o' lanterns, like. This one, this one's for you, dog. It's oh, for yeah. you. <laughs> we can't, really we can't say shit. We have two skeletons hanging up in our house year round. Yeah, yeah. that's why we I'm like, I'm not trying to sound like an edge lord because I do realize I am one of those people, and I'm not trying to be like, ooh, so weird. No, I was excited outsider. for uh, but, Dylan to watch this movie because I know how much uh, he's a fucking Halloween bro. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, like this is the like you know 
the like the the, the spooky person movie. Like, yeah. As far as like it just kind of kind of hits it all, and you yeah. like I would find it hard pressed for somebody that's uh, eagerly awaiting Halloween to be like, oh, you know what? I have a controversial opinion about the movie Trick or Treat. Like, yeah. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. This shit's enjoyable. I could show this to my parents who don't like horror movies, and they would still be like, oh, I get why people like this. Yeah. I will say I was <clears throat> ready to not like it because, it, I mean. The hype? Not even that, but, like, pick any other horror movie from 2007, and it sucks Good. Dick. Good point. Yeah. But this one, is a, this one is a love letter without Whoa. without it being, um, like, an imitation. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, I think a lot of other people felt the same way. And I put together a little list of some makers. Uh, And when I say like little, I mean like teeny tiny because so much out there that you can find. So maybe when we get back, I will share some of those with you guys. By makers, you mean a list of other movies that came out this year? No, makers like people who made things, uh, recipes, items that you can purchase um, stuff like that that is oh. inspired by. Okay, this so film. yeah, some ephemera, some bootleg merch. Uh, yeah, from yeah. this film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Super okay. fun. That's cool. Well, we'll take a a, a quick break, real quick. A real, real quick real, break, real, yeah. real quick. I did that because you guys quick, did that. Quick break, go fast. Quickly. Um, and then yeah, give us that list. Okay. Yay. All these traditions, jack-o'-lanterns, putting on costumes, handing out treats, they were started to protect us, but nowadays, no one really cares. I didn't do such a good job, did I? What do you think? Okay. Wait, that's right. There's another tradition. Very important. Always check your candy. And we're back. Okay. Oh yeah, is that we your, are back you, for real. Yeah, I we know. are back. For, <laughs> I'm <yeah>. aware. <laughs> we we off mic we uh, joked about putting Hubie Halloween on the docket, and I think she was doing her best Sandman. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I I don't do a good s- Sandler. You know when he makes the funny noises. I have, like, no back idea what's to happening school. Right. Back to school. Uh, back to school. Moody uh. Magazine day. Oh, Booby Magazine Day. I actually don't remember the tune to any of those songs. But uh, you, yeah. Booby Magazine Day, I think he just yells it. Adam Sandler's stuff? <laughs> yeah. Stuff. The movies. His film. Did. His. Uh, I thought you were talking about his his music or something. Uh, Well, Back to School is just a dumb song he sings in Billy Madison. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. There is a song in that movie, but it's from the clown. Gotcha. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine that the cat is meowing. They meow. It's okay. But they it's have Halloween. Been... Made a joke about Hubie Halloween. Mm. Hubie Halloween. Sounded like, you know. A little bit. Uh-huh. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Do we... your best opera, man. Ooh. <laughs> 
Ooh, that's a ghost. Yeah, I'm going to make you announce your film pick at the end of the episode as Opera Man from uh, Weekend Update era, like what, 1993 or something? How did he do it? I don't know. I need <laughs> you to do like it first. Thing, I can't like remember. A... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was okay. about to reveal the title, so I, I can't do it now. We'll get there. We'll get there. But where are we now? Okay. Will we? <laughs> All right. So we're doing this movie. We're talking about trick-or-treats. Um, lots of trick-or-treat things. There's so many things out there that you can go buy. You can give your money to these people for. Um, we are not sponsored. Oh, this is your list of, um, of uh, unlicensed ephemera. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to say it like that. There's like a <laughs> negative connotation. With I didn't think that was negative. <laughs> unlicensed I, I items. Have boot, I wear bootleg shirts all the time. Yeah. That's true. All the do. time. Every time I'm, I'm wearing a bootleg t-shirt right now. Yeah, you're wearing... Which and you wear wearing now? Boot- I'm wearing a, a bootleg uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man t-shirt. Yep, you wear bootleg booty shorts all the time too. Uh-huh. It's mm. true. Um, That's because I'm uh, also wearing uh, boots. And bootleg booty boots. Shorts. Uh, so yes, a, a list of trick-or-treat items for you guys to check out because we're not sponsored by Etsy, but son of a bitch, they have a lot of awesome, wonderful creators on Etsy. I feel like they should pay them more or let well, I mean, them keep it's, more it's, of their own money. Yeah, I but, don't know. I don't, I've never sold anything on Etsy, but I've purchased things. I have. Then that's my takeaway. But uh, for starters... Uh, before we even get to Etsy, because I totally skipped over these other things I was going to tell you guys about. Backing up. <laughs> Spirit Halloween. Uh, uh-huh. They have, like, every year, a whole section just dedicated to trick-or-treat. And it's not just, mm-hmm. like, Halloween-y stuff that you put out for Halloween. It's, like, home goods as well. Shirts, huh. things like that. Like a Sam cookie jar. Yeah. Ooh, that's super cute. That's cute. cute. Yeah. Really, really cute. Super fun stuff. Uh, so go check that out for sure. I'm sure that Spirit Halloween was just, like, chomping at the bit to be like, okay, we have so much, like, Halloween Michael Myers merch. So much Freddy. So much Jason. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so nice to have something new. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it's fun when they pick up on new stuff. Yeah. Um, also, Atmos FX Projector. So they do home haunt projectors. Um, oh, yeah. Partnered with Michael Doherty, the director, to pop another little kid into a Sam getup. And they created some super fun pumpkin pie size murder projections. Which By, you mean really like, a, like a thing you put in front of your house and it like shoots an image on it? Yeah. yeah. And it's an image of Sam? Yep, okay, Sam, cool. uh, and it looked like they were filming whole scenes basically to just play out in front of your house, which is pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I would like ones cute. that were just like the um, the lollipop of the jack lantern with a bite out of it, but it's like four of them and they're just like spinning in a circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cute. Yeah, super cute. Uh, there's also all kinds of recipes and fandom art and films and all kinds of stories even. Uh, pretty much anything you can think of, you can search for on Trigger the Trigger Cheat has a deep fandom deep fandom um so for starters one of the things that i found on etsy from valley of the ghouls nice so go check out their shop good name uh very good name they craft replicas of sam's uh candy bar shiv which is really really cute if you pull it in half does it become a usb no but i'm sure that that they have those that would be sick yeah Yeah. remember when we all used usbs all the time yeah Yeah. yo let me give you these 10 records yeah 
Yes. <laughs> hey, I got, a, you, I got, yeah, I got a copy of Trick or Treat for you <laughs> on this, you on this, yeah, it. on this USB that looks like a Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, super cute. <laughs> then you lose the USB and be like, oh fuck, uh, where is that? Guess I can't watch every season of Ed, Ed and Eddie on my Xbox 360 anymore. Yeah, yeah. bummer. I miss mm. when. Yeah. You could just put a USB in the side of a early flat screen television and just play videos off of it. That's yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people had that same conversation about floppy disks. Pretty fun. Okay, anyway, um, drive-in candles sells a pumpkin guts scented candle. So that is the name of the pumpkin is pumpkin guts. Mm. Because Sam's guts in the movie are pumpkin entrails. Yeah, he's a little pumpkin boy. Are they shaped like vaginas or no, sorry, that's the goop candles, my bad. Yes. Is that the thing? Oh, you're thinking of like the Gwyneth Paltrow thing? Yeah. Is that the thing? Is that they're shaped like vaginas? I didn't think they're supposed to be like shaped and scented to your Oh motherfucker. I just can't with her. I just can't Yeah. With her. She stinks butt. She steams butt. That's Actually. why she doesn't sell her own candle. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Go name your kid Apple. Oh, my gosh. Listen to Coldplay. Uh, I like that one piano riff. Oh, man. Which one? I don't remember. I don't okay. know the name of the song. Oh, but, okay. you know, the one that's the one that's pretty. Do, 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 Probably. I'm on the Garden State soundtrack. Oh, yeah, Cold, it yeah. weird? Coldplay's oh. like, you know, Radiohead for moms. It is. That's a good way to put it. And wow. I'm not even a big Radiohead guy, but it is what it is. But yeah. You're a mom. I am. <laughs> At least we got that. Nice. Um, but yeah, that pumpkin candle, awesome. He's mm-hmm. a thick boy. He looks like he's going to probably burn for at least a few hours. I did not actually look at the details. You should probably make a slideshow of this for the Instagram. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I uh, figured that's what we were getting at. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm so we'll see what happens. Thank I'm you. the mother of the podcast. You are. Yeah, you're I just the found den that out. Mom. Pod mom. <laughs> the den mom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Would you like a, a, a candle that smells um, like my hoo ha? No, thank you. I didn't you. want to say the P word. It didn't feel right at the moment. <laughs> it is kind of weird to just drop in the word pussy every now and again. Yeah, especially like... when I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's it looks pretty pretty awesome. Also, it is sixteen dollars and sixty six cents. Nice. Yeah. Um a black star is the name of this next company. A black star has woven trick or tr- trick or treat. That's hard to say. Trick or treat throw blankets. Oh, nice. Yeah. So when I say throw blanket, like think your grandma's house, right? Yeah, it's uh, like a tight stitch with frills uh-huh. of an image. Yep. You can get fr- one for your mom. That's a picture of the whole family. She'll cry. Correct. Or there's like a, an angel. They have the NASCAR throws. We mm. stole a lot of them from my grandma's house. Would, we didn't steal them. Nobody yeah. was going to take them. I would fuck up a Jeff Gordon throw. I think Maybe we like have a one. John Elway. No, we've got a fucking Dale Earnhardt Senior one. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, um, so it's like those only Ew, cooler yeah. because it's yeah, trick dude, or treat. I'm into it. The NASCAR Rebel. NASCAR Rebel. Killed I'm more of a. Uh, oh fuck! What's okay. his name? He did. He was <laughs> Richard Petty. Give me that Richard Petty. Oh yeah, Richard Petty's cool. Number forty-four, I think. Uh, no, but Dale Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Junior. was flipping somebody off. Uh, and then ran into a wall. Oh, he flipped somebody off first. Yeah, he was an asshole. He was so awesome. he, he basically was like, uh, um, he was the heel of NASCAR. The, what's his? I did not know that. I don't know anything about NASCAR. He turned but, right. 
Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like the, he's like I'm the, making my yeah. own track. He went full <laughs> Ryan. Heaven. He went full Ryan Dunn, where he like put a video yes. on Twitter. He's like, I'm gonna go drunk drive, and then like yeah, murdered dude. himself. And yeah. uh, he was like, yeah, had the, had some hubris, put up the middle finger at the wrong time, and yeah. he got the low blow from God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, he kick flipped himself into hell. Yeah, it was pretty rough. That is know. that is rough. Yeah, NASCAR is wild, y'all. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe I'll get into it. it. I don't know. It's boring most of the time until someone dies. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Final Destination. Yeah. <clears throat> the Final Destination is Daytona 500, and then you, <laughs> you fucking... I think I played Daytona 500 for Sega Saturn quite a bit. Yeah. I know CGI t- wheel to the face. It's just... I have so much backup NASCAR knowledge, which is... That's kind of awesome. Really I didn't cool. know that about you. Yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> honestly, I am intrigued. Yeah, it used to be. Uh, here's my last NASCAR fact. <clears throat> so it used to be filmed and shown on television 100% live until like the mid, like to, like around 2005. Oh wow! When they made it to the 80s. Yeah, um, yeah, because uh, <clears throat> somebody like said fuck. And they couldn't bleep it out because it was live, and it's a yeah, family, they didn't have the, family thing. They didn't have the um, like delay, and the, <clears throat> and the guy in the truck, like you know, like attitude arrow shit, where it's like, oh well, we're gonna push the envelope, but mm-hmm. we also have a three second delay. Yeah, but now it's like uh, I think it's a minute, a minute behind, so it's still pretty much live. Yeah, they just didn't want. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want kids to hear the f bomb. Yeah, but they didn't mind. They didn't mind showing a man burned to death in a car. True, yeah. Welcome to America. Yeah. Yep. Woo! Yep. All right, Camille. It got dark, what, y'all. What else you got? So from NASCAR to sad. Um, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I have is, if you go to geekswhoeat.com, they have a super yummy trick-or-treat pumpkin delight of a mocktail. So there's no alcohol in it, but if you want to put like maybe a little rum in it, yeah, that's probably a good option. Or maybe... <laughs> we got a ghost. Um, <laughs> I may have picked that, maybe not. I don't know. It's being buttholes. It's fine. It is being dicks tonight. Anyway, it's it's really yummy and pumpkiny and caramelly and uh, cidery and you should go to geeksweet.com and get the recipe and drink it because yum. That's all I got, yeah. yo. That's all I got for what? my stuff. Uh, Temple. What did you think of this movie? This was the second time I watched it. I liked it a lot the first time, but I think I appreciated it more the second time. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is really good. This is really clever. I loved... I didn't remember how incorporated everything was Mm -hmm. in, like, you know, the time jumps and how everything was, like, happening concurrently or hours away and, like, you know, all in the same evening. I didn't quite remember that, so that really jumped it up for me this time. I like all of the stories because the mm-hmm. anthology movies, you always have a like favorite story, and yeah. in this one they jump back and forth, so it feels if it, it's really quick. The movies, night the amount of stuff that they pull off well yeah. in like under ninety minutes is a fucking testament to good filmmaking. I think most horror movies should be 90 minutes. I think most movies in general should be 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like a 90-minute cut of Apocalypse Now, probably not so hot. 90-minute cut of The Godfather, probably not so hot. Things have, you know, 
a time and a place, but genre films, uh, a lot of the times I feel could benefit from, uh, being tighter sometimes. And this yeah. one is tight as a drum. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I just really appreciated the, I liked some of the stories more yeah. this time. And even before I'm done here, I would like for everybody to kind of rank the stories out of curiosity yeah. or at least say what their favorite one was and their least favorite one okay for just you know but um i find it hard pressed to believe that anybody like thinks this movie is trash because it's yeah. just such a wild such a wild take because yeah. it's it's so tight it's the tone thing was kind of weird for me too because like i like the ec comic stuff at the beginning but i don't quite like the like illustrations very much they don't actually look like ec illustrations mm-hmm. yeah and like the movie has this very like crisp and bright like uh color correction and palette and it almost feels almost too much yeah but uh in a rewatch i appreciated it more for what it is like this is the kind of movie that should be playing if people still had cable yeah. for 24 hours on like sci-fi or yeah. like IFC horror or whatever, but like mm-hmm. cable is not really a thing anymore. And maybe it does have a life like that on a cable channel. 31 um, days of Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. yeah, like this is the kind of movie that you would want to put on your TV as you pass out candy. Yeah. Like if you're, yeah. you're going to pass out candy, like this is this and like Hocus Pocus and like Halloween, like yeah. be a good triple threat because they all take place on Halloween or at least work their way up towards that day. Right. And not all movies actually take place on Halloween that are horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Halloween three, maybe one that yeah has a, you know, love it or hate it. You can't deny uh, the visceral ending of that movie. And tales yeah. of Halloween. Oh yeah. I'm not sure. Of tales of Halloween. Tales of Halloween is pretty dope. Have we not done that one? No. Oh. I mean, we've watched it. Oh man. But it's it's good too. Should we do but that? Yeah, one? I like this more. Oh. My one of my biggest things I have. You guys ever have an actor actress where you're just like, I don't think necessarily think that they're like bad. Mm-hmm. I just don't like them. Do you have one like that? Um, I don't know. I feel that way about Vince Vaughn a lot of the time, but he's yeah. grown on me with um, in his older age more recently, like you know in cell block 99 or even in the wwf movie like i think he was really good yeah in that movie it's not a great movie but like i didn't find him annoying but i've always had an issue where i just don't like anna Paquin, and i think i like her the most in anything i've seen her in here mm-hmm. but i still i see anna Paquin, and i'm like oh my god there's something about you that is not compelling yeah and i don't know why i think well i think um what's funny about her character here is just that she is Sookie before she ever got before she was Sookie. But by I'm the time sure this movie, uh, for, she, True in Blood. True Blood. Okay. Yeah, her character in True Blood. But by the time this movie came out, she was. But at the time, she wasn't. So, yeah, I don't think. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's ever been, it's like, I think the first time I n- noticed her was probably the first X-Men movie. And every time I see her, it's just one of those things oh, where I'm like, yeah. oh, my she eyes, rogue, my right? eyes glaze yeah, over. Yeah, rogue. my eyes glaze over. And it's just like one of those things where I can't ever find her compelling. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, okay. 
so she kind of reminds me of like um dang what's that girl's name the twilight actress Kristen Stewart. Oh. Kristen Stewart. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, so, I mean, which Kristen Stewart has gotten better throughout the years. I don't know if she got acting lessons I mean, her and Robert Pattinson both kind of had a thing where, like, people used to be like, oh, Robert Pattinson and that guy, and now uh, bros love Robert Pattinson. Yeah. For movies like The Rover, The Lighthouse. It was just Twilight. Like, Twilight is a flawed concept, and it yeah. was a flawed script. And they and were it was, over it yeah. by the time it ended yeah. And stuff. yeah. It's just like, oh, like what a what a way to become famous. Like, yeah. That's a brutal way to become famous. Yeah, I could But Anna Packwood and like she never really had a fervor around her. She's just kind of been around. So I, I was just curious because I always have that with yeah. with like there's a handful of people where I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. Yeah. It's kinda like when you meet somebody and you're like, you know, I like them in theory, but I don't want to hang out with them. Right. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about Anna Paquin. It's like, yeah. I like this person. I love them and only want the best for them, but I'm not, I'm not trying to hang. Yeah. And, uh, but I think that me feeling that way, I still like her maybe the most in this movie, and it's the strength of this movie. I did also notice that the age thing throughout this movie is really interesting. So you have like a father and a son. You have an old man. You have like like kids, like kind of like preteens, uh, or like middle school kids, yeah. like late middle school kids. There's some little kids, of course, that trick or treat, but there's not any like small children stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like the you know older single couple, um, where like one's still into it and one doesn't really want anything to do with it and uh yeah so it's kind of neat that you it's not all focused on children or it's not all focused on adults there's even like yeah kids go to the house party and or go to the door and it's a house party and all these adults are drunk and he's like that fucking hot dog was butt fucking a pig which is mm-hmm. maybe my favorite line in the movie is that what what Did one of the that? that uh the kids that pulled the prank on Rhonda the um uh, the witch she, girl. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. um, they go to a door to trick or treat, and it's they're like, is that like one of their teachers or something? He dresses a hot dog, like butt fucking somebody dresses a pig or whatever. But the yeah. little chubby fat kid, because there's like the handsome boy and the pretty girl, and then the chubby fat kid, and then the they, pirate they, guy. Yeah, and then they yeah. pick up Rhonda to uh, go try to scare her to an uh, ultimate end that really ties up super well yeah. yeah and i think the interconnection of all of it because like that one ties up with with uh krieg the old man the mm. old the old bitter man the screwed halloween scrooge yeah um and sam and then uh the other two stories are tied up with uh the <clears throat> the serial killer father and um the vampire like 20 something like party girls that one they're also wolves that one also the like school bus one does tie in with the werewolf one too because the hot dog guy is a victim in the werewolf orgy uh, death. yeah because you see the costume whenever mm-hmm. they're in the whenever after the aftermath of them changing out like you know transforming yeah werewolf orgy mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah. i will I'm going to do a quick round table. Okay. Jordan, what's your favorite of the short stories that are linked in the movie Trick or Treat? Uh, I think I liked the werewolf one the most just because it 
the way it was styled. I mean, the the opening shot for that story was like the girls changing, and so it's like a little peeping kid, and it's like all like, isn't this sexy? Like sexy Halloween. And that yeah. was that was Quinn Lord, by the way. The kid that oh, played that Sam. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Like oh, you know, bang for your buck. And so. Yeah. It, it begins that way, and then it ends that way whenever they're sexually removing their skin. So it's like oh, yeah. the same. It starts with them removing their clothes, and it ends with them removing their skin. There's yeah. nothing better in um, a genre film horror movie where like things get set up and paid off. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. listen to this show, you know I'm a sucker for that, and this movie mm. really does set up and pay off everything. There's not really any loose ends outside of the fact that it's supernatural, but like... What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. When you answer supernatural questions, we get uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Sorry yeah. if you're a fan of that, but like, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want any um, excuses for Michael Myers. I don't want any excuses for Darth Vader, for that matter. Yeah. Like, I don't need. I don't need that. Also, Let's just have evil. I'm gonna say a uh, if you're a fan of the show and listen to the show, um, a drinking game that you can play now is anytime Temple says uh, set up or pay off. Or tight. Or tight. Take a shot. Yeah, right. and it's really hard not to giggle when you do. That's funny. I always just think when you, you when you say tight, <laughs> and then I think butthole. Oh yeah. Butthole. Uh, do you have, what's your do you have a least favorite Jordan? I mean, you gotta have a least favorite. Um. I kind of want to. Well, no, I don't want to put any caveats on it. Honestly, probably the the kid story is my least favorite, just because the uh, the school bus story. Yeah, it's it feels more like a means to an end than a. Um, yeah, it felt like a filler. So today, <laughs> yeah, sorry. It, it felt like a filler epi- like a, a filler episode, just because it was like we the, need this to tie it together. Yeah, there's like there's like some tied in things to all the other stories, but it didn't. I guess it kind of fits. I mean, it obviously fits in with the theme because it's tricking or treating, and they do. And the people that were, it also seems to be the one that gets the most time. It does get, it, yeah. It gets, but it doesn't do as much with the time. I think it's because it, it gets so much time just because it has to go into the whole like flashback sequence. Yeah, and flashback. I love the flashback sequence. It's just kind of a shame we couldn't get there Flash. quicker, and that's kind of weird to say considering Bye. we did this all in like under 90 minutes yeah <laughs> so like you know by no means are we calling it bad but i was just curious um, what about you dylan favorite least favorite well what's funny is i think my favorite is that one the sc- the school bus one yeah because a bunch of kids die <laughs> because of a bunch of a bunch but, of kids a bunch die. of kids die but they they get <clears throat> theirs they get theirs for sure and all the uh everyone that they casted for like the kids in the in the school bus are actually disabled, disabled. Yeah. yeah and they took the costume design for all of them from a picture of a like group of kids that are mentally handicapped and they their made their own costumes. costumes yeah the uh i love the shot in that bus it also reminds me of um of towards the end of Nightmare on Elm Street 2 with, like, the color grading. Mm-hmm. And the end of Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is also in a bus. Yeah. Um, but uh, I loved the costumes the kids were wearing. Yeah. And uh, the reveal of them being chained up. Yeah. Pretty wild shit. Really it's dark. Super I mean, dark. They're, all, they're all very dark, of course. But this one's really dark. This guy's taking a payoff 
yeah. to basically kill these <clears throat> kids for their families. Yeah. Which is like r- fucking wildly upsetting. Yeah, yeah. It's super fucking rough. Yeah. It's super rough. <clears throat> it's like but we're not doing we're not doing fucking um, you know, shit. I'm trying to do math here. Uh I'm not that kind of autistic. But, you know, we're not doing fucking like three hundred month uh, abortion, right? <laughs> We're not going that late term, yeah, brother. dude. That's murder. Yeah, it's it's murder. <laughs> um, I thought it was weird that he gave everybody a piece of candy before he killed him. I mean, he which is he feels bad and is tortured by it. Yeah, but it is weird at the time. Yeah, That's I mean, a, uh, empty gesture. Yeah, exactly. That's what exactly. it's called. And Here's it his leaves, piece of candy before an empty I, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about least <clears throat> favorite? Um, my least favorite is uh, probably the, like, I guess probably the first one. Yeah, the 30-something couple. Yeah, I mean, just because, like... It's just kind of an intro to... Yeah. It's it's the shortest one. I loved the kill, though. I will say the, the like... It's a good start. Giant sucker in her mouth is really yeah. fun. It's uh, just the least memorable. Yeah. And I just thought that both characters were annoying. <laughs> I, I thought that him yeah. being like, like trying to get laid, and then her being like, "Ugh, no, I'm not into this. We got to take all this shit down because fuck you, you're irresponsible." I, I and I was like, that yeah. hurts a little bit. Uh, I did love the childishness of the like twenty something relationship where she was like, "Blah blah blah, I'm the boss," and then he whined and got his way, and she's like, "Go put on the porno tape. I'll be there in a minute. Let me yeah, clean up." Which is, and it was just like, ugh. it was very. Um, yeah, yeah, very like childish, but but but, but realistic in a yeah. in a like kind of like embarrassing way. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing was just kind of embarrassing. It's and a then, good way to. It is a good start. Oh yeah, I think. I and do agree. And, and the kill was great. Like I said, I I loved it. So, but it's not the, it's not the reason that you want to rewatch this next year. No, no, it's it's not. I, as much as I liked the movie, I like if it gets put on again i definitely watch it but it feels like a really good casual watch yeah like like you said after you've seen it putting it on on halloween while i wait for kids to scare at the front porch perfect totally yeah Yeah. which was fun because we totally scared the shit out of some kids last year and it was like yeah the most fun i'd had during halloween and in years because we we made the whole house real spooky yeah Yeah. you you like came out the side and scared the shit out of some kids it was really funny yeah camille uh, it's all the all the same. <laughs> Actually, funnily enough, uh, yeah, my favorite was the kid storyline. Mm-hmm. I you think that's informed because of the um, ultimate fight scene at the end with Sam, or no just standalone? Um, I think for many reasons, I like it. I'm a big fan of like it's the um, most like it's the most it has the most lore. It's the the deepest of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it reminds me of all of the childlike qualities of uh, Halloween that I like. So, like, yeah. you think like the Halloween tree. Yeah, um, I do love that the like the like you know the she gives off popular girl vibes. Yeah, like the mean popular girl uh, is so good at being a shithead, and then then there's like the pretty boy, and the pretty boy does have some compassion, mm-hmm. uh, right? Which is. <clears throat> 
which is fun. And then the fat kid is just, you know, a patsy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and as is the other girl. So, but I think that. Um, oh yeah, she's the victim. Yeah, I no the other other girl. There's there's oh yeah the girl three with the braces. Total. Yeah, she's yeah. kind of just like oh well you know. She like wants to be bad. Yeah, you know? she was, yeah. yeah, she was best friends with the uh, with the cool girl. Um, you know when they were younger. Yeah. yeah. She's just kind of tagging along. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I I love the feel of that storyline with all of the pumpkins outside of her house and how proud yeah. she is of them and i like that even though she could have not gone with them yeah, she Rhonda. still chose Rhonda still chose to be brave and go yeah. adventure with the cool kids like she mm-hmm. she took a risk um and it she got burned for the last time right and she she knew the rules of halloween and even though maybe it wasn't cool of her to honor them she still did yeah and, and it she was paid the one off that was like her. knew that it was called like sawin yeah. yeah like she's like oh yeah and i was like oh yeah november coming fire i wonder if she's if her favorite dancing project is uh <laughs> is sawin yeah but i loved i love that story a lot um and then also my least favorite was for sure the beginning story but for the, but exactly what you're saying like i think that a just their their relationship is like kind of yeah like yeah, it's just kind of like you know eye roll like you know goofy like, yeah like this couple was like high school sweethearts and they're just kind of over each other this yeah it's they have uh, a nice home and like she's just <clears throat> indulging in his shit just because you know i feel because, like yeah because at one point she cared about him. Yeah, it's a parody. And not that she doesn't care about him now, but it's not the same. Right. It's a parody of what a grown-up relationship is supposed to be like, basically. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, yeah it's very, um, like, cynical. Yeah. So, and I don't know. I don't think that really added anything necessarily. I know yeah. that it's, like, a setup, but I don't really feel like it added to the overall story. Yeah, I think yeah. we probably all agree that it's, like, the least necessary, but I think that if the movie... If it's not that story, it's another short story um, that brings us in. Because yeah. the other ones are a little too big. And then the last one is similar to the first one where it's a few minutes that caps it. This like a that caps it off, but like, you know, you can't start with Sam and end with Sam. Yeah. Like you start with Sam, but Sam's still elusive. Yeah. And then yeah. you end with him in a real way, and it um is you know the trick-or-treat thing where he like goes to murder him and there's the candy bar and he gets the candy bar and is like oh no yeah you know gotta follow the rules yep yeah i don't know all in all i do i did really enjoy this movie i I expected not to yeah i expected that you would like it even more than you do and i will say that i liked it a lot more on second watch because you were like trick-or-treat and i was like i think dylan's gonna love this and then i rewatched it and i was like I like this more than I thought because I was kind of disappointed the first time I watched it, which is weird to say because there's no nothing to really complain about. Yeah, I just don't. I yeah. That that's you know what I mean. Very that's easy, weird thing yeah, to say. That's a very easy thing to say about this movie is there's not much of anything to complain about. They like they did all four of their stories. They tied them all up really well. Nothing was there wasn't anything bad yeah well uh, the cyclical nature of it too was the thing that i kind of forgot and i can't believe i forgot it because it's so like you could 
call it sloppy or convoluted, but it's not confusing. No, it's not. It's not a like hard cut to a different time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, some they have little things that say earlier, or you'll be able to tell. Yeah, when it's earlier, it's not confusing. It doesn't do a like you know reference Pulp Fiction earlier, and I where. The first time you see Pulp Fiction, like you kind of have to think about it for a second. Yeah, and that movie is not like cerebral. Yeah, it's just chopped up. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It is. It is. So my favorite is the pedo from Happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, His story the, was very fun and funny. It's fun. It's funny. It's also to me the most upsetting. Yeah, uh, because he has this weird relationship with his kid. Uh, he's burying a child in his backyard his yeah. kid keeps bothering to say hey let's carve the pumpkin the um neighbor is yelling at him i'm, I'm a card carrying nra membership mm-hmm. i remember um the like he poisoned the kid talked to him creepily and the kid vomited and he's dragging him into the house which i I believe they tried to cut the him dragging to the house because like, this is too fucking heavy. Yeah. And, and he's it is, a principal. It is super heavy. He's a he's also a school principal. Yeah. yeah. Extra disgusting. Yeah. And um, you get to the thing where it's like he seems so annoyed with this kid. Yeah. The whole time. Just so like, okay, whatever. And the twist of him going down to the basement, you're like, why are you carving a pumpkin in the fucking basement? This is weird. <clears throat> right. Like, do it on the kitchen table. And then... Uh, he goes down to stab the knife and you think he's going to stab his own child and he's carving the head of the fat kid with yeah. his kid. It's so sweet. And it's, a, and it's like this cute. bizarre and gross and shocking moment. And I I remember that being my favorite one, but I didn't remember why. And you get that stinger of the stab and the kid's like, oh, let me do the eyes. And you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. And it might be like funnier if mm. it if I hadn't seen happiness, it might've yeah. been funnier if that vomit scene wasn't so upsetting Vomity. to me. Yeah. It might've been funnier if like the him, he's hitting the kid in the head with the shovel while he's oh like, that's a really great scene. Cause it it's is. very, it's very like, um, like slapsticky. It's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, ev- it's kind of got like evil dead one. Right. Tones, like maybe like evil dead 1.5. Yeah. But it's like, well, we're in the middle of the woods. So he doesn't really, it's not really hiding anything, yeah. but it seems very like Ash esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Evil Ash. yeah, the tension of that is really really good. Yeah, and then the fact that that comes back around at the end with the Krieg character, mm-hmm. and the fact that the the pedo guy, you know, he carves a pumpkin with his kid, and then he goes out to dress as a vampire and try to murder like partying twenty something year old girls, and yeah. then gets his at the end. I think that that one has like the widest veins throughout mm. the movie and yeah. the most effective like scares for me. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. outside of the first one, which we all agree on, the shortest one, kind mm. of the introduction to the movie, my least favorite m- might be the werewolf one, but that probably has to do with my uninterest in Anna Paquin. Yeah. Because I don't think it's bad. Yeah. The whole movie's good. I think it's funny that none of us said that we love the standoff scene with Sam because I think that that is so well done. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's it's great. But I it's mean, one of those things, too, where it's like you did this perfect thing here at the end, but it seems like the perfect end to a 90-minute Sam movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but it, but it also has the 
veins of it being, you know, he's the bus driver guy. He's yeah. the Scrooge. And, uh, but the way that it's shot and the way that the fight scene goes and like the pumpkin guts and Sam coming back alive the way he does and yeah. his little pumpkin head face. So cute. It's kind of interesting that none of us picked that as our favorite. It makes no sense for it to be our least favorite. But I was, yeah. you know, considering how Sam is the image of this movie, yeah. Sam is not my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. No. I mean, he's he's your he's the mascot of the movie, and it's perfect. He is. And yeah. that's like one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, I would love to see a sequel, and I know they've talked about one, mm. and who knows if it'll happen. I know that um, it's uh, Michael Doherty. Mm-hmm. He did... Um, Trick or Treat, it's a shame it was straight to DVD. It's incredible that it lived the way that it did. There's not yeah. a lot of straight to DVD movies. There's a lot of straight to VHS movies that have long tails. But uh, for a straight to VHS thing, like Krampus was a movie that I believe did really well compared to its budget. It's a movie I've heard glowing things about. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, I couldn't fit it in, but I was thinking about watching that as well before, right. before we talked about this. But I also kind of want to save it for when we get into, you know, November Christmas. and December. Oh, yeah. Because I think it'll be a fun thing considering we've already covered this one. And it's really his only other horror movie because he got a chance to do a big uh, Godzilla flick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now, it's a really fun one. We've got some we've got some stuff that we can do in December that I'm excited for. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Santa's Sleigh. One like, of the best um, opening scenes in a movie. Yeah. Where uh, Goldberg plays Santa Claus and murders everybody at a Christmas dinner table. That's awesome. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, we've got. We've I've got had some Christmases stuff for sure. like that. Uh, where Goldberg came in <laughs> and Jackknife power bombed everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, yeah, really, really like this movie. Yeah, I think that I could love it, and I'm surprised that love is not the word that I use for it. Yeah, because it is kind of. There's nothing to complain about. Yeah, that's true. Um. All right. So next week, Camille, it is your pick. It's my pick. So what are you picking? Fright Nights. Awesome. I haven't seen this. I've heard nothing but awesome things about it. And the fucking poster for this movie is great. It's super fun. We're going to do it's, the original the, yeah, Fright Night. The poster is yeah. incredible. Original yeah. Fright Night. It's 80s vampire movie. It's kind of more... Is it more relationship-based than like a... like lost boys yes it's kind of like a what if john hughes made a vampire movie but yeah sort of ish. yeah it's not as as like, not as goofy as a john hughes movie but yeah, yeah sort it's of. not as like high school oriented or whatever yeah um i've seen some of the makeup for this movie and it looks fucking stellar it's really fun yeah yeah it's super fun and uh chris sarandon plays the bad guy and He's always really good at playing a douchebag, so yes. it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's a kind of a small movie, too. It's not, like, as big of a cast as Lost Boys or something. Yeah. Nope. And it's got, uh, I think, one of the Corys, or both of them. I can't remember, but I think one, at least. Yeah. Um, I don't know that Haim is in it, so I guess, I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. at least one. And then, also, we have some things coming up, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So the 23rd is going to be a big fun day for anyone who uh, listens to the show. Um, and lives in Oklahoma. And lives in Oklahoma. So we've got Zine Fest, uh, the 23rd. It's Which is Saturday. Be... It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday. I believe it's from like 11 to 4. At... 11 to 5. Okay. 
Uh-huh. Do you want to do it? Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Okay, so Zine Fest on uh, October 23rd from 11 to 5, and that is going to be at 89th Street. Um, I guess it's a 21 to enter sort of thing. I don't know. I, I don't believe it that's have the case. Be? I think that you can buy a beverage if you're in the building, but I don't believe it's 21 to enter. It's, okay. Zine Fest is for everybody. Mm. Uh, yeah, one of my uh, best friends has been doing this. For shit, maybe six, seven years now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zine Fest every year where people table and sell, um, you know, zines, homemade comics, prints, homemade zines, yeah. um, art stuff, but it's typically more of a homemade magazine, comic book uh, type of vibe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of my best friends will be out there uh, shilling art yeah. and uh, hanging out. Yep. And if you like, comics if you like art if you like crystals someone's probably there with crystals too mm-hmm. there's there's always it someone a, with crystals it will be a smorgasbord for sure lots of but things. it is not yeah. a comic-con no one's out there selling um you know old issues of like silver age marvel stuff it That's, is a yeah. zine fest i think um molly's tamales is also going to be providing food she is yeah. i Sick. believe um so lots to check out there you're selling cool crochet hooks I, you guys have a table yeah yep we've got a table i'm gonna be selling um if you if you like the fiber arts if you are a crocheter i will be selling crochet hooks that have been fashioned with ergonomic grips um in the shape of zombie fingers or old school witch fingers so like think those witch fingers that you got in the 90s and popped on your own fingers mm-hmm. um, yes yeah just kidding just kidding um yeah so i'll have a bunch of those available and dylan is making a bunch of prints yep i got prints and a comic yeah i got a zine um that i am putting together right now which is a very fun combination of prints and short stories um so yeah if you like um lowbrow art there's mm-hmm. no better place than a zine fest, honestly. No, yeah. it's I always great. go there and yeah. spend so much stuff. I've made stuff in the past, but yeah. didn't happen this year. You got to do it when you're inspired. Yeah. But some of, like I said, some of my best friends uh, are some of the most talented people I know, and they will have very fun things uh, mm. for people of all interests. I'm yeah. fucking stoked. Uh, the, the one thing that I will say that I'm very excited about that I m- finished up today is... Um, a 3D print of a creature from the Black Lagoon that actually works if you have 3D glasses. Yeah, which I little red and blue Johns yeah. watching uh, the the fight scene from Reven- or the food fight scene from Revenge of the Nerds on TNT in 1994. Yep. Yeah, um, it's super exciting, super yeah. fun. Hopefully, my stuff will be uh, black white. We'll see. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what I'm going for. But I'll I'll test it out and let you guys know. But. but. So that's that. And then um, starting at 9 o'clock Saturday night, uh, October 23rd at um, Rodeo. Producer Jordan, do you want to do this? Rodeo Cinema. Do it. Go it. Oh, I, don't, I don't know the full details. You're a Rodeo Spurs. Rodeo Cinema, they're Ooh, playing They don't a- tell me anything. All right. Oh, so Rodeo gosh. Cinema, like starting at 9 o'clock, there is going to be the Horror-a-thon. Is that right? Is Horror that Apocalypse. Horror Apocalypse. That yep. sounds better. Yeah. Sorry. Horror Apocalypse, they're showing five films, I believe? Four films. Four films. And it's like an all-nighter sort of thing. Mm-hmm. $15 to get in. They're going to have hot dogs, um, popcorn. Of course, there's booze for sale. Um, you can bring your blankies 
and your pillows it's and a, you can you dress know, up or yeah. wear PJs. A lock-in for creeps. It's yeah. a lock-in for creeps. It's going to be super fun. We're going to be presenting the second film mm-hmm. um, and there's going to be another podcast from Houston, I believe, yes. there who will be presenting the rest of the films, which I'm mm-hmm. really excited to meet them. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a big Are we going to give a rundown spooky. of these films? What you got? Uh, no, we're not. Oh, it's a okay. secret. It's a it's secret. A secret. Go to uh, go check out Rodeo Cinema uh, on Instagram, and they will be posting that stuff when uh, they feel like it. Yeah, well, but I it will, is like a secret thing. Yeah, well, I will um, <clears throat> not spoil, but tease one of the films that uh, we will be introing. It's a film we've covered. It a is. A film we yep. care about dearly. It is. And that's yeah. all we're saying. Exactly. Of course. I'm not yeah. going to give it away. Also, uh, I can keep a secret. The, uh, <laughs> the you got to tease them. You got to hang the carrot in front of the that's horse. True. That's right, folks. Your horses. Yeah. You got to <laughs> tickle the balls a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still the horse. Uh, also, a horse uh, is a beautiful animal. Yeah, it is. Don't, don't have sex with them. No, no. Don't fuck horses, like guys. You will I die. I milk them. That's what they're for, yeah. for your cereal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's we true. all know how it turned out for Mr. Hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so don't do it. Um, I think uh, Elk Valley is going to be a sponsor on the event, too, so I think there's going to be a goodie bag or something there if you're into that. Woo! So. Beer, y'all. Yep, we're coming up on Heckoween, and mm-hmm. uh, that's the last weekend, full weekend before uh, Heckoween. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, y'all. All right, folks, the kittens are sleepy and so are we. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes. Leave us a follow on Spotify and tell a friend. Also, go check us out on... I don't remember my part. I'm so sorry. Thank you. You fix it in post. Okay. Um, Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. That's at Black Cat Horror Podcast to keep up to date with all the upcoming episodes, any of the fun spooky stuff that we have going on or we're going to be working on, um, anything going on in our area. Don't forget. Hit us up. We'll plug it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you have a movie you would like for us to talk about, uh, a favorite of yours, a favorite of yours that you don't think gets enough love, which is the things I'm always most interested in, we could talk about The Exorcist over and over, but it's been talked about. Bring me bring me some heat, please, and thank you. Uh, so slide into our DMs on Instagram. Uh, send us an email with your suggestion at uh, blackcathorrorpod at gmail.com. And if for some reason... Uh, you are a Cretan and like professional wrestling, check out uh, a podcast that I do called Wrestling History X, where we go through uh, the history of wrestling, starting with the first U.S. pay-per-view, Starcade 83. And uh, there's about 150 of them. So, you know, dig, nice. the f- dig the fuck in. We watch yeah. the matches so you don't have to. And lastly, leave us a message at anchor.fm black cat horror to be featured on an episode of the pod yeah it would be great also what is if, happening if, if you right yeah. now uh, i am reading what i'm supposed to read <laughs> he puts he over sultry saucy i am massaging your ear holes yeah. with my mouth tongue i uh, don't know yeah. oh. i was wondering I why my uh, why my candy it. bar had a razor in it but yeah uh, but yeah. uh, if honestly, you like... questions. If you guys send enough questions, um, we can 
start answering some fun questions. That yeah. would be cool, too. That would too. be very fun. It's yeah. always nice to love answering questions about bullshit. Yeah. We like talking about ourselves. Speaking no, of not, talking no, about... No, I'm talking about, like, movies and stuff. I'm not. Oh, yeah. You want to get personal? <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. We got a short short time on this rock. Yeah. Let's get weird, y'all. Let's just get weird. Speaking of getting weird, what's your podcast, Jordan? <laughs> well, speaking of talking about movies, <laughs> I'm also on another podcast called The FMV Sequence. Yeah. Where we talk about video game movies. And if you're listening to this on the, episode, the day it comes out, that means you probably... <laughs> uh, didn't come to my show last night, which Ooh. was the Silent Hill show. So when is I, I the Silent someone. Hill show? When is Silent that? Hill? It, we just show Silent Hill. No, well, when is it? Silent oh. Hill recently. It was it was last night. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Silent Hill's a movie my I've made. So there, there's no way. There's nothing. But you can come next month. We I don't know what we voted for yet because what, the, what were the choices? Well, we we haven't actually done it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's it's last night in future talk. Oh. The point is, follow FMV Sequence if you have an interest in discourse on movies that are based on video games. Yeah. True. Because We're, I'm going to try to cover, uh, or next month, I would like to show um, Resident Evil Apocalypse because next month the new Resident Evil movie comes oh, out. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, crazy. So I, I did not know that there was another one on the in the pipeline. I thought that yeah. that franchise was reboot. tapped. No, it's a reboot. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, we should whenever do a, we should do a double-double episode where you guys talk about it and we talk about it. Yeah, oh, wow. It'd be fun because it looks kind of good. Hey, um, can I make a request for myself? Yeah. When you do Double Dragon, can I do Double Dragon? <laughs> yeah, of course. Because it was a movie that I rented as a kid on VHS, loved it, have not seen it since I was, like, seven. Yeah. You want to ruin that for yourself? I don't care. I ruin okay. things for myself all the time. That's true. He spilled his beer earlier. All over it's, the It exploded on itself. <laughs> Dylan tripped, like, seven times. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Well, this we're wrapping it up. transparency podcast. Okay. Well, we'll fucking we'll talk to you. Fucking, we'll talk to you people later. Yeah. Happy Heckoween. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Lori, what's going on? You're late. Sorry. It took longer than I thought. What did he do to you? I listened to their advice and played hard to get. He bit me. Well, at least you made it. Drink? Sure. <laughs>